Hi, hello. How are you? And how's it going? Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian, and I'm joined by our very special guest friend, Danny. <laughs> Never fear, audience. Hope has arrived, because I'm finally back in the States. <laughs> thank, honestly, <laughs> thank God. Yeah, six plus years being overseas, uh, I was I'm God, ready to, yeah, ready to come back. Six years. Yeah, about six, six plus years overseas, I am now back stateside uh, for the foreseeable future. Hell and yeah. yeah, it's it's so good to be back and not have to worry about flying off off across the ocean or going to the other side of the freaking planet again. It's just, okay, just go down a couple of states and then chill. Granted, it's the swamp ass is going to be real, but hey, I'm, I dealt that in Guam. Can't be any worse down where I'm going next. That's a very bold and hopefully true statement. Um, but uh, there's always the tempting of saying it can't get any worse than that. Oh no, I could, I could, I could. I'm go. hoping, I'm hoping you're right. There, I'm hoping. there are there are bases in my in uh, the branch mm-hmm. that I'm in where they are essentially hotel Californias. Oh, where people Check out will, anytime will spend. You, like. you can spend like your entire enlistment there, or you can spend 15 to 17 years there. Oh my. Oh yeah. Goodness. It's it's real. I. <laughs> It sounds like it. Um, how have you been? What's been What's been going on? How uh, are you? It's been been good. Again, I think the last time I was on this show was almost a year ago. Was it Predator? It was Predator. Was that the last one? Yeah. Yeah, because I just because some some stuff came up and I didn't know if I was going somewhere or not. And yeah, it was pretty much you got to get all your stuff ready to go, get the stuff ready, and then just not a peep, no other information. So we were on pins yeah. and needles for a few. <laughs> Sit months. around and wait. Yeah, or hurry up and hurry wait. Up, rather, like, yeah. Hurry up and wait in the most. I don't say agonizing, but the most like irritating form again. Yeah. It's, Cause it wasn't just me. It was a bunch of other people from all different parts of the base. Mm-hmm. And pretty much if there's like, Oh, Hey, we got a four day and reach out. Hey, Hey, I got a four day. If, if, if you need it, if you need someone to record this net <laughs> crickets. Oh, Hey, I, yeah. I got some time off. This is that crickets. Uh, oh, no. Hey, I think I'm going to be coming home soon. <laughs> crickets are listen. Okay. That no, you're true. That's right. I have a, well, Jorge I have, said I have you're a my super... handler. So it's just like, okay, say. did I, did I say something wrong <laughs> last time crazy. I was on? And then, no. They're all just like, no, no, we don't I want a... this guy out here. I'm like, get him out of here. I have a... I have a very powerful ability of not reaching out to people in a timely manner. <laughs> it's, you it's like a super, and so many other literally people. Literally a super I know. ability. The the I'm first of all, I'm very glad we got you for this. Yes. And I'm very glad uh you're back in the States because my schedule is weird for my time zone and Jorge has like a floaty different schedule mm-hmm. where sometimes they're doing something, sometimes they're not. Yeah. So coordinating that while also doing the five hour time jump was like, okay, where, okay. Okay. If I go to sleep for three hours after work, what do you think and I did then for the wake money? Up, I, exactly. That's what, that's what, exactly. Like, but that's, that's what it took to do that. So I'm yeah. just very happy the next time we do that. It's probably going to be, a lot sooner than a year. Uh, the next hope, time you're on, because we'll just be able to be like, hey, hey. audience, we're taking the over under uh, six months. Six months taking the over under. Oh God, still please do, don't take any bets unless we're backing them. Um, but uh, speaking of what's been going on, do you have any mentions? I know it's been a year. 
It's so you don't have to go through everything, but any like notable or significant uh, most of mentions the horror that you have. stuff I would mention you and Jorge have talked about because I saw okay. I saw uh, the menu. Um, mm. I saw I saw X. I watched Morbius. I <laughs> no no. I, 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 say I drank through Morbius. Um, Hell yeah! Did uh, you drink Morbius in? <sighs> Um, no, I, I just, I'm like, this is what everyone was bitching and moaning yeah. about. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm like, do, do you know that Batman and Robin is a thing? There's a bunch of, it's, it's, it's like, I've listen, seen, it's wait, a garbage there's, movie. There's Electra, like, yeah. there's Ben Affleck, <laughs> so Daredevil, many. there's freaking Catwoman. How dare you besmirch the name of Ben Affleck, Daredevil, with Colin Farrell as Bullseye with a jacket that literally hisses like a snake when he moves it around and what you what you were just doing. But Bullseye, yeah, I know. I'm the most hyatt ship on this side of the Atlantic. Him saying fucking Bullseye and pointing to the fucking engraving in his head. And then almost like, 20 years later, and he gets like, nominated for an Academy Award. He's soup listen. Colin Farrell ruled. Oh, Colin Farrell ruled and ruled even then. He just took a massive. Uh, yeah. He was bored and was like, I'm going to just not act for a hot second mm-hmm. and see how that does on screen. And they're like, don't do that again, please. Yeah. Although um, <sighs> it's it's not really horror recommendations, but I did mention mm. it in the discord. Uh, my sister and I, we talk about old stuff from our childhood all the time. Okay. And she and I were like, hey, let's have like a like a triple feature of failed 90s animated musicals, which is pretty much okay. mostly Don Bluth stuff. Yeah. <laughs> because the, the guy. guy, if that name sounds familiar, he did um, Secret of Nim, the original Land Before yes. Time, the original uh, American Tale. And then somewhere in the 90s, just the, I think as Disney was coming through its renaissance and pretty much sealing mm-hmm. all of its animators back from him, it was just Bomb after bomb after That's bomb probably after what it bomb. Was. Yeah. Uh, but some of the movies we uh we were flipping through was like Rockadoodle, uh, <laughs> A Troll in Central Park, <laughs> Thumbelina, Pebble and the mm-hmm. Penguin, and we we had to end this on on a positive one. So we had like some like random spinner thing where uh the first movie we watched was Pebble and the Penguin, which is yes. bad. It yes. is it is very bad. Sorry, Jorge, no but when, and when there are shots where the penguins have teeth, and then they don't have teeth, and they retract, and Tim Curry being all, having uh, teeth. Yeah, Tim Curry's being all, oh, you're going to be my wife, and if you don't choose a mate by the full moon mating ceremony, you'll be banished. It's law. As he's there, just <laughs> complete brick shithouse on the waist up, like, I've done all the penguin roids on this rock. I I despise how much I enjoy that specific Tim Curry because <laughs> it's like it's right, but it's like God fucking no. And <laughs> also Tim Curry was in that doing those. Lines. And then after um, Pebble <sighs> and the Penguin, we watched uh, Thumbelina. Yes, which it's fine. Is there the there part. are if you really want to pinpoint and just throw a dart at every bit of corn and cheese and just mm-hmm. it's it you're gonna be there all day but for both of those movies <laughs> be there i guess don bluth and company were like oh we need to do something like what they did with um uh howard ashman and alan macon and elton john and tim rice so hey let's get barry manilow and see what he's up to <laughs> oh, he did the music God. for both those movies 
and opening a pebble of the penguin. They are swimming through the sheet music. Yeah. And I'm just oh. swimming through the sheet music. And we just look at each other like, oh, this is going to be a long night. <laughs> but to end that tough. whole. We started here. <laughs> yeah, because she honestly just like, please not a troll in such a park. Please not a troll in such a park. Oh. But we ended the the uh, whole shebang on a actually good 90s movie or 90s animated musical that bombed was Cats Don't Dance. Yes. Very much agree on enjoying this. And movie. looking at it now, I think I even said in Discord, like it, if you look at it, that all the animal actors are essentially actors of color during the 30s yeah. and 40s and 50s in Hollywood. And also you get to see what Shirley Temple would have been like if she was just an absolute <laughs> monster. Monster. So, Darla Dimple is so out of pocket, and I kind of love it. No, the, um, the I about- also just looked at the budget box office situation on Cats Don't Dance, and I feel aggressively bad for it because I, like, I didn't wear that tape out, but I were I fucking ad nauseum. Yeah, I watched that shit a lot. Yeah, exactly. And oh. also her uh, her henchman or her butler, whatever Max. Who's yes, just, it's just this. Solomon Grundy, brick shit house human being, just <laughs> thousand feet tall. Yes, Misty Bull. He's if you uh it, for Outlaws and Old Ones fans, he also reminds me of Arnaldo, who's seven, eight, nine, ten feet tall. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> but Max is but Max is ginormous. Max yeah. is like no, twenty Max, feet tall. <laughs> Max literally turns into King Kong at one point and is like climbing a build. Like you he, know, he like breaks through a wall. Then when he leaves, awesome. he just like <laughs> like I Dark Souls demon phases wall. through and the smoke behind. It's, just like, it's a studio wall too. Like it's not even yes. like it's a big soundstage. You know, like ginormous wall and he, he's like at the ceiling you're like oh my god yeah um he's awesome he's a great him and darla are great quasi horror villains oh ab- ab- absolutely and if uh you can gnaw rating to them too that'd be great yeah add that to outlaws and all ones have have fun with it you yeah. well i mentioned cool, well, i mentioned holes in the past I'm like oh we're gonna watch holes and then you started making a whole campaign off that i'm like god damn i'm not around for yeah. any of this we just we listen. There better be um, some yellow spot no, in there. Oh yeah, I think they're I think they're monstrosity sized. I think we had to kill one last episode. Uh, how many onions did you use? Ooh, I don't think we. I think we just murdered it. Huh, okay. yeah, we're not well, we're not that great at being clever in. Well, Mister uh, Sir, Mr. Old Sir Blue Ward's head off. So exactly um but we're not talking about any of those today sorry about that unless long you have any intro so it's fine. been a while guys sorry i don't listen come on relax people in the audience going why aren't they at the movie yet even though i tell you the title in the title uh what movie are we talking about today we are talking about the 2015 2016 depending on which film festival you're at when it came out but it's <laughs> robert eggers directorial debut the witch or the as witch. brian calls it the Vavitch, because they do that on in actual promotional material for it. It's the V V I T C H, okay? It's the witch, but they absolutely put two V's there. Yeah, I swear. They can make a W sound, but they didn't have that letter in yield English yet. <laughs> That's so straight. Like reading about that, like that got brought up in the little bit I was reading on, and it's like. Mm-hmm. 
what do you mean you just didn't have it? And it's like, you were making the sound. Like, <laughs> but it just wasn't adopted, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yes, we're talking about that. I, I technically it's 20. Yeah. 2015, 2016 is very funny because it's a coin flip, honestly. Yeah, it's the release, like, it was it, our, festivals, it was at Sundance and stuff like that, yeah, and our, then got picked up for Because it was, like, release. a week or two before Deadpool came out, because um, mm. Deadpool came out in February of 16, so maybe, like, the end of January, because that's where, you know, most movies go to die, unless it's, like, yes. unless it's, like, an Oscar contender that gets a limited release in on Christmas Day, and then three it weeks gets later... It legally to be, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but... It came out, and I just remember it getting, like, rave reviews, and depending on what audience or screening you're at, people either loved it or people were like, what the, f- the fuck was that? Yeah. This, this, I can see that being a bit of a divisive one. It's settled on a great rating now. Like, yeah, it, it, I think it's, I, it's, it's Rotten Tomatoes is at, like, 90%. It has, like, a 90 people. on Rotten Tomatoes, has, like, a 7 on IMDb. I gave it an 8. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that will matter the most, though, is... What would you rate this movie? Um, I would give this one a very solid Mr. Cool. Okay. I'll, I'll get into my reasons why it's... I can kind of be talked into it being a lower ghost skull alien, <laughs> but I will give my reasons why it's, it stays at a solid Mr. Cool. I feel like ghost skull alien is... I, I love that we've introduced this, like poison to the disc our own discourse about saying there's brackets inside of them but so hearing a low ghost skull alien kind of like shattered my brain for a second where i'm like wait a minute how can can it be a low ghost skull alien like it Um, could be awesome as hell yeah go go, sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead no no please 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 it could be awesome awesome as hell and you can give it ghost skull alien but you know there's some like there are some flaws with it like with the mummy how we're like oh it's it's all this great childhood nostalgia it's like eh, some cgi doesn't hold up quite so well there are some parts that are kind of eh the treatment of certain ethnic groups it's is its own well yeah again but it's not enough to shatter the image of it being like just one of the greatest childhood memory movies you have yeah, that didn't stop us from giving it a ghost skull. No, I, I'm sense. pretty sure if I was the one that didn't, Jorge and Shannon would have stared at me until my soul caught on fire. I think you would have been you would have been obliterated across <laughs> the fucking electronic signal you were sharing. <laughs> By everyone going, what did you say? Um, I would give this to Mr. Cool as well. The witch, not, not the mummy. The mummy is a ghost skull alien, and I will hear no discussion otherwise. That, that or you can listen closed. to the episode we did on it. Please. Because we're all fucked up and delirious on that one. Well, yeah, it was like um, one, one, two o'clock in the morning yeah. where I was. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. Um, the trooping, trooping through that was a fucking. That was that was. I salute you for that. Um, I would give this a Mister Cool as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would have given this a Ghost Skull Alien had I seen it in 2016, though. Um, okay. Honestly, because this. This is one of the big, obvious markers of the beginning of this current era of prestige horror. Yes. Like, this is one of those movies that set that off. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a couple before it, which are... This broke mainstream, relatively mainstream, for a horror film. Because this had a $4 million budget and made $40 million. So it's like, by that metric, holy shit, it's yeah. one of the fucking best things ever. As an addendum to that, Robert Eggers needs to be given less money overall. You know, 
Okay. I looked at his, he's only had three uh, feature, major feature films now. He's directing the no, the new Nosferatu soon, mm-hmm. which I'm excited for. I got a little note um, on that, but go ahead. Hell yeah. Uh, but this had a budget of $4 million. It made $40 million. The Lighthouse had a budget of like $10, $11 million, and it made like $18, 19000000 million. So you're like, okay, like definitely a profit. It's Absolutely like made profit, back. but yeah. Worth it. But like, yeah, exactly. Like a, a reasonable, fine profit. Mm-hmm. He did The Northman... And he got a budget of like seventy, eighty million dollars, and it just missed making. It made sixty nine million dollars. Nice. So it's like, oh, no, first of all, nice, nice, but not actually nice because it didn't recoup its budget. In well, it was again. Office. This is also so it's like it yeah. came out in April of twenty two. So around that point, you had it did get body. Yeah, it well. It came out like a couple weeks after Morbius did, but Morbius had already like shat the bed by that point. But also Sonic the Hedgehog 2, um, yeah. the third Fantastic Beasts movie, uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness was coming out soon. That it, was, I think, the bigger one, yeah. Yeah, and although I guess it has from home media, it has turned somewhat of a decent profit. It started to, yeah. Yeah, and Robert Egg, he was very much like, you know, uh, am I a little bummed out that it went to streaming like three, four weeks after it came out? Yeah, but you know, it's, it's doing this and whatnot. But I was going back to what we were saying about... Um, Robert Eggers yes. doing the Nosferatu is that after The Witch was a commercial and critical success, A24 came to him and said, hey, we want you, we want your next movie to be the Nosferatu remake. And he said, no. Oh. He said, no. Good for him. Good because for him. it's like, I've only done one movie and now you want me to remake one of, if not the <laughs> most influential <laughs> horror film of all time? No, 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 no. Let, let me get my feet wet a little bit more. Let me, let, season me make, let, me, let me make a movie about two guys absolutely losing their minds in a lighthouse and then have one of the most badass Viking movies ever made. And yeah. then I'll come and do your little, your little vampire <laughs> movie. Give me, let me get used. Like, let me get my feet planted on solid ground before I tackle this shit. That I also clearly care about because apparently he did a production of Nosferatu. Yes, he was when a he was stage younger. director. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, clearly wants to engage with the work. Yes, on a on that level. So I'm like, I'm very happy he's doing it. Um, and even some things in this movie made me very. I'm like, oh, it was interesting to see how this will go. Mm-hmm. Um, f- okay, so that was the rating. Uh, warnings for this movie. Um. Implied off-screen and aftermath of Infanticide. Yeah, I was gonna say Getting that child... right out of the right out of the gate right now, and child after is... and the aftermath of uh, Animal Vile. Like you, you'll hear it happen off-screen, and there's like a g- brief like two-second shot of the aftermath. Nothing too yes. crazy. Um, I would say, I guess, if you. Uh, grew up in a very strict religious household. Like some scenes may become a little too real, like a little too close to home little, yeah. for you. Um, I completely understand because I'm just watching this. I'm like, oh wow, I, yeah, nine years of Catholic school. I'm like, this is all coming back. <laughs> like, not, no, my parents were never like that, but it's just the whole, oh, did this and that. But it will, the systematized. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, where can people uh, watch this? Since uh, we are um, still in the middle of a writer strike. Yes, absolutely. Shouts out to the writers striking and no shouts out to the studio executives who smell bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's 
little harsher last week, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna like you know rein it in a little bit and make a more uh, nuanced, nuanced argument with regards to discussing them. You're poor, yeah. You um, smell bad. It's available on Canopy currently. Um, we're doing these. Uh, we're doing all of our films that are either on Hoopla, Canopy, or both because we don't want to encourage people to spend money on studio executives who want to outlast writers until they start losing their homes and apartments just so they can get a better deal on their guild negotiation. Yeah. Um, but yes, because streaming isn't hard with, with a, a library, library card. card. <laughs> Thank you. You're on it. I like this. I'm, this I'm good. I'm trust glad. me, I've listened, to, I've listened to you two enough on the way to the work <laughs> or so at the sorry. gym. And t- it's, again, with the original podcast, Are We Friends? That's what I listened to to keep myself sane in the dorms in Guam before I got all my stuff coming to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's see what's going on. And it's, okay. Get, we're Godzilla jumping every shark in the pool. What the fuck are these guys talking I about? Love, God, doing the subtitle. Like, I, I wish. That was I kind of so... wish that we could have done, or you and Jorge had done the yeah. subtitles for this. Because I know for the lighthouse, it would have been his schlongens too longen. <laughs> for the mummy, it's we're here for the sexy people, damn it. <laughs> and Predator, uh, I don't know, just <laughs> over here. Oh or, my or god, something like that. <laughs> that was fun, dude. Doing the subtitles was like super fun. I'm so happy it is not on my list of to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, oh I, my I, god, I, I, the I've relief stuff, of not yeah, doing it. Holy I'm, I was here once before. I was like, Melanie or someone's like, oh yeah, my heart was in my ass or my ass was in my throat. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, oh, this movie. Yeah, so, so, my, my, my ass was in my throat. <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, horror movies do things to people. Um, Very much so. The vibe. What would you describe as the vibe for this film um it's very again this is only a 90 minute long film uh i was shocked when i watched it. I, again, I was I, like I holy thought, shit I thought it was 90 like, minute Jesus. yeah i thought it was like an hour 40 or something like that but the vibe uh puritan family settles somewhere else they impede on a witch's territory and she's pretty much like oh i'm gonna fuck with you guys and i'm gonna enjoy <laughs> every single minute of it yeah for 90 it's very minutes. the the film it like the look of it is like honestly it's like period fiction or like historical yes, it's, it's like realism a, you know what i mean like it's, it's like trying to be in its time horror yeah. i th- yeah it's a folk horror yeah folktale horror would be yes. the, yeah exactly that's a very good way to uh like encapsulate genre wise mm-hmm. but like yeah it looks like re- you know what i mean like it's not like documentary style but like everything in it is like constructed there you know what it's, i mean like it's, everything it's period, feels like it's the period, time um, yeah. authentic or it's it, pretty mm-hmm. much everything was as it was or everything on set or what they wore was what they wore yeah. back in these times uh, same the, thing to said. the point that the lighting to the point that the lighting I was reading the, was just, they it, used it, natural light. It like was very really much, mean. very much how they shot the Revenant where it was mm. with the Revenant. It's all sunlight and fire. And I'm sure for some of the nighttime yeah. scenes in the witch, they probably use some light things. Cause again, they had, you know, a budget that was a, you know, bag of ham and a bag of smack as Brian likes to say. <laughs> um, but I forget who fucking gave that to me, but shouts out to them. Cause I was fucking, but yeah, it, it's, it's very much 
and, and again, this isn't, you know, a typical, because I remember on one, uh, one of the more recent episodes, you talk about, like, the Insidious movies where it's just, like, you yes. know, jump scare, jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. And this has, like, maybe two in the whole mm-hmm. movie, but it's more of, like, that building tension, or I, I, the way I would describe it, it's kind of like uh, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, how the tension mm. is, like, it's, you just tighten it. It's a continuously tightening Keep, yeah. until it just snaps in one crazy scene and then it builds up again there's another crazy scene at the very end it just it goes all berserk yeah it's, yes it's it's not just you know your typical jump scare stuff because that i know i'm pretty sure that's what a lot of people were thinking going into this that it was going to be the sort of like yeah because oh, again cool. oh it's, it's a january horror film all right we'll get a bunch of cheap jump scares whatnot it's like <laughs> okay okay look at the watch <laughs> look at the watch okay uh, dude what the fuck is going on <laughs> <laughs> what the, let's go to the person next to you what the hell is happening here is that is that, is that what i think it is is she doing what i think she's doing <laughs> uh yeah a, a more thoughtful look at puritan lifestyle and the effects of religiosity on a family is very mm-hmm. not probably the initial expectation when you go into this movie yeah um but yeah it's 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 definitely got a lot of that going on. Um, in that case, let's dive in with the spoiler configuration. So we're on our... I don't even fucking know what type of our, mattress they would have in that time. but Our our dirty feather-filled feather, feather filled mattress <laughs> feather. on our, on our <laughs> swept dirt floor and our leaking, you know, sweat house of holiness floor. and whatnot. As, as we all cometh together... Pray, join our hands in prayer as we openeth thine spoiler configuration. Also, a quick thing: make sure you have subtitles <laughs> you on for this Moodle. Not, not Moodle. Yeah, I can't fucking talk. Make sure you have subtitles on because they speaketh the king's English Holy. the entire time, and when they quick whisper the the king's English one, it's like yeah. Wait, 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 what they say? So most of the people, I think, like. Uh, yeah, it, it, this takes place in 1630s New England. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are the the family we're following, who isn't given a last name. They're just the family. Just, that we just have, a family. Um, is a recent transplant. You know, they're colonists from yes. England, so they are they do speak in like Daniel was talking about a British accent. I thought everyone, for the most part, was like definitely like, oh, I got to pay attention to when they're talking, but like mm-hmm. manageable. The dad, whose voice I love. Ralph Ennis. That's his name. Yeah. In a fucking, in any quiet scenes with him, I was like, Jesus Christ, I got to fucking restart the scene and turn subtitles on and not, I, like, I did the first pass through to visually understand what I was watching. And then I went back again. I'm like, I could, but you have to fucking stare at these subtitles to get this stuff. Like, cause again, like you said, they're speaking in an old, like an older, uh, yeah, the King's English would be the best way because it's yeah. not like Old English or Middle English or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just a lot of haths and thouts and thinists and like... Yeah, and plus you're hearing it from <laughs> this voice is like, I will not stand here and be judged by false Christians. <laughs> like, I... There's not as much a, gravel to have, his voice. I, I, I can't I can't get that bass without gravel, but this You're closer voice to Dr. Is... Claw. Yeah, turn down some of the Dr. Claw and you actually... You like, that's exactly Puritans it. next time. No! <laughs> <laughs> that is not what happens in this movie. They do the first. It's one and revenge. done. 
The only dude, the only anyway. Um but yes, so we're in Plymouth. we're just outside of Plymouth, I believe. Uh it was like the Plymouth plantation cuz that's it wasn't like a colony. Yes. They called it a plantation. Yes, they even make reference. It's yeah. Yes. Um they also referenced the Commonwealth, which was interesting. I don't know if that was just I... how they described not the a government in it or anything like that. Yeah, like the structure of it, but um I don't know. Yeah, like, we the... start inside of the plantation yeah because the, the whole thing starts you know you see this whole family they're all in their sunday best and <laughs> this council or i guess the commonwealth or the religious elite or i don't know what the hell what the puritans called it but it's tough yeah they're there like oh well you you stand here accused of you know being prideful and this and that and whatnot well, do you repent the things you've said in order to say or do you risk banishment well, then I'm just going to say blah, 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 and stick it up your ass, and fine, my family and I shall... <laughs> Again, I, ca- I can't get that base without the gravel, people. Give me a... T- I don't worry about Ralph it. You don't Innocent. have to do it. I don't yeah. have to tell You don't have to do it. It's fine. He's... He, he His is, like, you'll... If you've heard it at all, the second you hear it, you'll go, oh, my God, it's that guy. He's like, been obviously, Thrones, he does a lot of voice he's work. Been in, uh, he was yes. in, uh, in Chernobyl. He was the general who led the cleanup on the roof. Yes, that's where that's where I fucking knew him from. He's in the new Final Fantasy game. He's, like, one of your main... I don't know if it's, like, a main camp, but I remember seeing him in a fair bit of the playthrough I was watching. So he might be in there for a segment, but, like... You'll you'll hear it. So go play Final Fantasy 16. I don't. I have no endorsement on it whatsoever. I I I have a PlayStation 4 that's getting boxed up to where I'm going. That next, so is... I, it's it's. I got. I'm, I'm waiting to get an Xbox Series X. Sorry, I'm an Xbox Lo- folk. Yeah. Love the loved the PS4. It is. It's done. It is. It's time. It's sunset. You know what I mean? <laughs> that poor yeah, I'm baby. Still gonna, I'm still gonna try and play Ragnarok on it. And if it blows that's, up, blows oh, up the wall in my man. apartment. Uh, t- Hey, Viking that thing is gonna go through Ragnarok. <laughs> but again, you're gonna the, watch the end of that game going. Wait, what just happened? Did my? <laughs> but yeah, the the family gets yes. banished. They all pile up in their little house on the prairie wagon and ride yeah. out. It's, it's, it's the best way to. But also, the main focus isn't on Ralph Innocent in this movie. It is a one Anya Taylor Joy, and if she sounds yes. familiar, she's been in Split. She was in Glass, <laughs> but most people would probably know her from The Queen's Gambit. And this yes, movie was her breakout role. And, it, was uh, deb- it was her feature film debut, I think. I believe so. And I think, I don't know if they're working on it in post, but she is going to play younger Furiosa in the prequel movie. They're making a prequel yes, to Fury Road right. where um, Charlize Theron's character, Imperator Furiosa, is going to be played by Anya Taylor-Joy. Anya Taylor-Joy, yes. She, I was gonna say, I loved, I love talking about her. Little known actress Anya Taylor Joy, clearly like becoming uh, one of the popular people of our yeah, generation. Like how, like, how many awards did she win for Queen's Gambit? I have no freaking idea. Oh my idea. god! Yeah, she was just Princess Peach in the fucking Mario movie. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm, no. that's what I'm saying in terms of like where she's at now. Of like, she's clearly shot into the yes um, zeitgeist kind of thing. Definitely. Um, but yes, she, uh, her character, Thomason, mm-hmm. which uh, shouts out the name Thomason because it's fucking weird, and I always notice it. The girl, the actress who play, who was the main character in Last Night in Soho, her actual name is Thomason, and that was the only other time I saw it, and I was like, it was the thing of like, this is weird, and I don't 
I, I like it's an odd moment when my brain struggles with this name. Yeah. So now like I have two very visceral experiences of like what is what's the goal here with this name? Like well, I also believe Thomas McKenzie was also she was the girl who was hidden in the attic in Jojo Rabbit. Oh yes, she was. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, but, um, but moving forward with the yeah, witch. Sorry, yes, with the witch. We're, we're like, we're like what? Two and a half minutes into a ninety-minute movie, we've been talking for how long? I was gonna say this is the other thing to think about, like as a broad strokes kind of thing. Is stuff moves pretty fast, surprisingly fast. Again, Very it's a ninety-minute movie, so it doesn't like this beginning part. I think we've talked about it longer than it occurs. Like yes. they get out to their. Um, their homestead yes. banished out towards the woods mm-hmm. pretty fucking quickly. Um, but yes, yeah, so they go into the woods or they go near the woods. They get sent out to this, you know, lonely, isolated place. Uh, Thomason is playing with her baby brother, Samuel, and he is during a game of peekaboo. Just disappears. Literally, eyes of disappears. Um, and... When I first, like, I saw the trailer for this, and they show this, this in the this trailer. This is one of the, like, like, the scene that hooks you in the trailer. The way they do the trailer is actually great, because it's like, we're gonna keep everything vague or whatever. The movie is like, we ain't got time for that fucking shit. We got a $4 million budget, the, the immediate we immediate follow-up go. shot. The immediate follow-up shot is a witch, the witch, running with the baby. You're like... Not even like a mystery as to you, what happens to the baby. You don't Very see clearly, you just, a witch grabs someone. Yeah, like, you, you or someone see, like, grabs you see, like, twigs the baby. Yeah. And hear her rustling through the woods and whatnot. And it's like wh- no, wait. you see her in like black, like black hood up. Literally, a person running with the baby. I didn't away. see yeah. that. Oh, yes. Oh, I mean, I I literally runs, but we get it. Happened. We get it immediately after. Yeah, because you know <laughs> it's the witch. You know I. You know, you just see the back of this old, I don't, yes. don't want to say a hag, but like an older woman, you know, wrinkly whatnot, and little baby's like kicking around, and it's like, oh, what, what you doing? And then you just see a knife come into screen, it's like, wait, oh. what? Oh my Cut god. Cut to black. And then it looks like, wait, is she churning butter? No, she's not churning she's, butter. She's pestle, yeah, she's. And <sighs> then she's rubbing this jelly looking substance on her <laughs> and i'm just like wait what the hell oh my god yeah she turns the unbaptized infant baby into a flying ointment she literally made baby yes. oil out of a baby so that she, oh my god what a and, horrid way to describe and she's just rubbing it on like you know lotion when you get out of the shower then she's no, like greasing up the broomstick and the but the that shot was the shot the of her flying up towards the moon. I'm just like, is she wild? I'm like, oh my god, she's fl-. and then after that, yeah. the first time I saw, it, I paused. I'm like, I need to take a I need to take a five minute break real quick. It's um, a hot start. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is what we're getting into. It's, okay, let's get into it. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is a. <laughs> Second time in two weeks where we have a very hot start child murdered. <laughs> like opening up with child death is super intense, and people should fucking maybe lay off that for a bit. Give us a break so we don't have to fucking. It's again cry it's, when we go to bed. If uh, if you're a little kind of iffy after this scene and you want to tap out, that's 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 totally fine. That's no no judgment. Reasonable. Like again, Robert yeah. Eggers movies are not for everyone. I mean, again, listen to the episode of The Lighthouse, and you will definitely find out why. Listen to the 
box office. I'm being mean. I apologize, Rob. No, it's not true. That's not true. A bunch of people go see these movies. Um, but yes, so uh, the family deals with that, with the disappearance. They don't obviously know anything about mm -hmm. what happens to Samuel. Um, but they're dealing with the disappearance. And we, uh, we start to follow a bit with William and Caleb. William is the patriarch of the family. Yes. Caleb is the eldest son, mm -hmm. who is at least a couple years younger than Thomason in age. Like, in real life, I'm pretty sure there's a bigger age gap. But, yeah. like, well, he's he, still a prepubescent, like... Maybe, maybe maybe on the verge of that. Like, yeah, exactly. 11, 12. Thomason's probably... I was thinking somewhere around there. Like, 15, 16, the Yeah, character. she is about to burgeon into womanhood is what yes. they bring up in the movie as well yeah and you know this the, the mom i can't remember the actress of the mom the mom's actress name but you will recognize her as lady catelyn stark uh That's her crazy sister is, from game of thrones who still breastfeeds her son at like six seven eight years old shouts who, out to that fucking shit uh kate dickey kate, is the okay yeah because the wife's name yes. is Catherine and kate okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, it was, i was gonna say pretty convenient it's yeah <laughs> Um, she's in a, again another british actress that's in a bunch of stuff that you'd be like oh you recognize her in the background you're like, hey wait a minute yeah. But yeah um she's falling apart unsurprisingly you know like uh, yeah i i can't sense. fathom <laughs> that kind of pain and grief or i yeah no i can't even think about that at all and you know uh you know they're they're trying to raise crops they're trying to discuss stuff everything is either rotten or bad you know they're trying to like collect eggs from the chickens and uh thomason drops one and there's like a dead baby chicken half-formed half yeah. embryo inside and whatnot and the whole time there's this like ominous black billy goat that's just you know jump kicking it's one around. of theirs go yeah, yeah it's like their it's one go of their and, goats and it's the, just uh, the younger twins they're just bouncing around you know being annoying little twins <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm going to say this right now, and I know they're children. Fuck Jonas and Mercy. They fucking <laughs> suck an egg. Hate them. Zero out of ten. Bullshit. Don't like them. Caleb's my boy. He's awesome. He's going through some stuff. He's yeah. fucking cool. Thomason's great. Has her own fucking deal that she's got to deal with. Mm -hmm. um, but fucking Jonas and Mercy suck eggs and are definite narcs and are fucking... They uh, are not cool at a party. Do not trust them with stuff. They fucking stink. They're the kids that remind the teacher that you had homework the night before. And yes! A hundred... Five seconds before class ends, you forgot to assign us homework. Oh, didn't we have something... Didn't we have something due today? It's like, you... Yes! Like, God damn it. like, clearly was gonna forget. And they're like, oh, oops, absolutely. And then they didn't even do the homework. They're like, didn't we have something due today? And they're like, eh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You're like, fuck you. Um... They're children. They're actual children in this yes. movie. And I'm being very mean to them because they deserve it. The, the, uh, the characters are, not the kids. The characters, the characters. of course. That's, the ki that's... Kids are great, actually. Kids are really good actors. Like, surprisingly, um, kids have to, like, young people, because mm -hmm. I don't even know how fucking old Anya Taylor-Joy is. But she was, like, she had the 18 fucking when they yeah, filmed this. Yeah, that makes sense. So she's, yeah, she's, she's, okay. like, she's like, in her mid-20s now, I think. She's 27 now. Okay. And this was, what, seven years? She was probably 19, 20 filming this. Yeah, maybe. I, I, as far as I can tell. Um, doing very shoddy, quick 
white guy math. Don't fucking expect any miracles. From I, us, okay? I did dumb, dumb math throughout <laughs> high school and college. Don't come to me. <laughs> I got my legal requirement of math out of the way soft beginning of first sophomore semester of college and went goodbye math i don't need you goodbye i don't need you anymore um fully andy um but yes so um we get a couple of scenes uh like danny was saying of crops going bad and things like that but um the main a uh, couple of the main things that happen is william is uh, again, they're desperate. Like they can't sell crops. What a lot of the stuff that they have isn't panning out in that way, mm-hmm. um, in terms of like crop yield and things like that. Yes. So William is ends up selling behind her back his wife's silver cup to trade for uh, bear traps and like a few Hunting things supplies to keep them, and all that. Exactly to keep them sustained. Um, and it basically that keeps going and. Uh, causing strife in the family because Catherine will blame and is quick to put blame on Thomason for everything and anything that goes wrong. It's, it's, you know, because Thomason was watching her baby child when he disappeared. And (laughs) even like, I think it was William. who said like, Oh, it must've been a wolf. Oh, it's like, dad, are we still going to go look for him? It's been a week. If a wolf hasn't gotten him hunger and the elements would have gotten to him. Yeah. And there's a, there's a very great scene where the two of them are going through the woods hunting. And, you know, it's like, all right, like what's again, like, I know like, what's like recite this prayer. Uh, what's original sin. Like, were you born with sin? Like, again, because, you know, period in time, it's like, you know, nothing about you is good. You are always bad. You'll forever be bad <laughs> unless you pray and pray and pray to say, hey, please don't make me bad. And then if you end up doing not so much bad stuff and do all your chores and eat your vegetables grace, and say your me. prayers, and then you'll be in. And then he just goes, well, Sam wasn't baptized, so is he in hell right now? And the dad's like, oh, crap. I love I, I enjoy that scene because um it's Caleb and William in the woods dealing with this and William is very clearly a religious man, um, a pretty hardcore religious man because I believe their p- part of the reason for them getting kicked out of the plantation was him rebuking and like calling out the church. Mm-hmm. in some way i don't i don't know if they going don't remember the going specifics but he's clear like it's clearly a religious his pride with the religion clashing with the system of religion yes um that gets his family in trouble but um what what i found so interesting about that scene is he is kind of like it, it gives you a very great insight in that william is a guy like William is a super religious guy, but, like, he's still a father in that own framework. Like, he's Mm -hmm. trying to relate to his son that he's like, I don't know where your dead brother is. Like, I can't say for certain he's in heaven because that's God's domain to say who Mm -hmm. goes where. Like, I love the acting from Ralph Einstein because... It was so clearly a put upon father trying to relate to his son, mm-hmm. but only has the vocabulary of a religious fanatic yes. to like you like operate in. It's again, it's because I again went to Catholic school for so long. You know, you ask all these sure. questions, and it's you know, like one of them. <laughs> somebody asked, like, "Hey, did Adam and Eve have belly buttons?" 
Uh, uh, <laughs> and of course, the one thing I would if if I took my mental self now, put it myself when I was in eighth grade, it's like okay, so you're telling me Lazarus was dead for three days, came back to life. <laughs> Jesus was dead for three days, then came back to life. Technically, doesn't that make him a zombie? <laughs> And then I probably had the principal's office. Why why, why'd you say stuff like this or stuff like that? Well, just, you know, I'm asking a question. (laughs) I have to look up, but I believe... Now, it might might have been the product of a wish spell, but I believe true restoration in D&D can allow for up to three. I have to remember, because a bunch of the restorations or like revivifies or resurrections might be true resurrection. Um, have very specific uh, time frames. So, like, Revivify, you can only do, like, 10 minutes at most after someone's died to bring them back to life. Kinda and it, like, like the, doesn't uh, bring back limbs and stuff. But sounds like, like the Lord of Life from Game of Thrones kind of thing. Yeah, ex- yes, ex- like, you can do those sort of things. But, um, oh, yeah, you could just be... Listen, Jesus could have just been spamming True Resurrection because... You can touch a creature that's been dead for no longer than 200 years and that died for any reason except old age. You can absolutely... And you can just bring a dude right back perfectly. Like, yeah, this shit's Lazarus, going my head. no problem. <laughs> exactly. Don't, it's a D&D. Don't worry about it. Um, but yes, so we have this scene where uh, William and Caleb are talking about dealing with Samuel. Um, they fail to shoot a rabbit... For their meal, which is well, very they, sad. So they, they, their traps are like yes. the, the snares are aren't working. Their traps aren't working. Anything like that. I a hundred percent think that the rabbit was the devil because like the, the title, the tagline for this movie is "Evil takes many forms." Yes, and we know, like everyone knows, the goat is the devil, but the goat and the <laughs> rabbit have like the same yellow eyes, mm-hmm. and that's just like, or it could be, you know, the witch. You know, using bait to like, okay, I'm gonna, okay, I took took one. I'm gonna try and lure another one out here. And again, Thomason is doing everything and anything she can to, you know, keep the family together. And you know, you know, her mom is blaming her for everything. And one thing I noticed both times I've watched this is that like her brother will look at her and just kind of like as she's blossoming into a woman, but he's getting that age where he's starting to notice women as well. But the yeah. only woman who's there is his sister. And I'm not, and it's not in an incestuous way. No, it's a way of like curiosity, but also overwhelming religious guilt. Cause they're in the brook and they're yeah. like washing clothes and whatnot. And she's like, Oh, what, what's, what's going on? He's like, Oh, don't worry about it. Don't just like, yeah, he's, look, don't, like, he's clearly torn up by he's a like, lot of stuff. No, yeah. no, I can't. Cause I've just, Seeing this, and my body's thinking this way. My my mind is telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like that that that's what I found interesting. Like, I liked a lot of, it, well, well, uh, as a general like broad point is, I liked a lot of the the main kind of set of characters in this because mm-hmm. they have draw like they have these weaknesses and strengths to them that are very evident and apparent and they feel very real because it's like none of them are all good or all evil or all even one trait. Like they're all Caleb is clearly very exact. They're all very human in their interactions with each other as well. Like Caleb is like, dude, my sister rules. And Thomas is like, Caleb's fucking super cool. But yeah, like there's this weird awkwardness of like two, there's two separate 
uh, shot reverse shots of Caleb staring at his sister's bosom. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we, we acknowledge, like the camera acknowledges and points out, it's like, that's where he's looking. Why he's looking there, you know, that's what they leave to like you to analyze. But like, he very clearly cares about his sister in a sisterly, you know, in a, in a, yes, fraternal in way. A, yes. Bro. Um, very, we're, but tra- yeah, we're very yeah. much trying to drive that fact. Like, it's not I creepy. can't stress enough. It's not creepy. They're not doing weird It's just the times and the situation and the upbringing and all. It's just everything in there. It's just like. Yeah. And I, highlighting I of wait. a beginning of womanhood. Yeah. Yes. Like, uh, specifically for Thomason, obviously. Um, so they're going through the thing. The, the scene at the brook also features the setup of payoff later yes. with Jonas and Mercy, who have oh, been. Shits singing correct and they've been singing about black philip who is their goat who is an ornery like walk around goat like he jump the first time we see him he is fucking working he's doing like kick flips and all he is absolutely super sick with all of his moves um it feels like surreal watching it not gonna lie even though it's like a normal like yeah relatively normal thing for goats to do yeah um but he like gets out and they're like singing about him in like in a folklore way to the point where I was like, is there a black film? And all that came up was this movie. Kind of like So I didn't see anything. It's yeah. kinda of like, you know, like when you're a little kid, like, oh, ring around the rosy, and then you actually find out it's yeah. about the black plague. It's like, oh it's- a third of Europe died and we're all la 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 It's getting around. It's this a fun thing. song. Um, Everyone died. Yes. <laughs> look to your left, look to your right. Look to your left again, that person's dead because a third of you died. Um, yes, but, um, they, this is where we start getting into this, um, the real uh, meat of the story. Exactly. Because we start getting into a bit of hysteria. We start getting the seeds of what mm-hmm. would year, decades later blossom into the Salem witch trials and that s- hysteria. This same. is the original witch hysteria. Okay. Or oh, an homage to the original witch hysteria that occurred During early Salem. on in these sort of colonies. Um, uh, Mercy is yes. singing stuff and whatnot. It's like, you. oh, it's Thompson. It's all your fault that Sam is dead and this and that and blah, blah, blah. There's been a, a bitch. There's, there's a witch <laughs> in the woods and one's just like, you know what? Fine. Yeah, I am a witch. I sent him away. I killed him. I ate him. What now? And I'm gonna what are you going to do? Come here, you little shit. Come here. Come here. Yeah. Like, holds her down, starts yelling at her, like, I will bewitch you. And like, Jonas is just on the side like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, oh my God. Four. Like, I, I can't throw a, I can't throw a punch. And it's like, tell mom and dad, I'm going to curse you some more. And this and that, and just send some. If you have older siblings, this scene is kind of relatable where it's like, when you're the younger one and you're being a little shit, and then they pretty much like the rock rock bottom you into the couch. Like you do this again. I'm going to do you through the window, through the window. Yeah. If you tell mom and dad, I'm going to tell them you start it because they won't believe you. Yeah. There's a lot. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's that setup of like, it's a very understandable sibling dynamic as they're all processing the grief of their sibling die. Like Thomason's just tired of being blamed for everything yes. because it wasn't her fault yeah. that a witch was just like, gotcha kid. <laughs> yeah. A, a witch fucking hit him with an instant transmission and disappeared their brother. And it's like, my eyes were closed for literally three seconds. Like, how on earth did he get away? It's like you say, Bolt trying to figure thing. out how she got that fast. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, yeah. Um, so we get that, 
and then we move on um, further in to the... We get a lot more of that group dynamic. We get the Silver Cup sort of discussion mm-hmm. where William is hiding... Kate is very religious, and especially now is borderline obsessive in terms of prayer. Like, she doesn't, doesn't get out of bed she, for she a while. Exactly. prays all day. And even the phone's like, you gotta go to bed. You have to do this. Yeah. You have to do that. Oh, no, I have to pray. It's like, it's been like two weeks now. You you gotta go. You you can't do this. You're killing yourself. You have yourself. to get up at least. Yeah, you exactly. Have you have something. to do something. Um, it. What I really love is William, like, you get everyone's faults put out in uh, mostly the is mostly the parents but like you get those faults like put out in great detail while still very much empathizing and sympathizing with them like it's not it's a morality play or like a lesson in that way mm-hmm. like a typical horror thing would do or like a tragedy would do yes. where you're just like jesus like no i hold on a second maybe don't Maybe you don't have to teach them this lesson. Maybe maybe we don't have to suffer the consequences of him being prideful. How about we... He seems like a... No, no! And then, like, consequences attack them. Um, yeah. But they, like... Through that uh, discussion, we get the revelation that the cup is gone and that Catherine, the mom, blames Thomason for it. Yeah, she always um, does. As she always does. Um, then we get, after a continuing discussion... We get Kate and William, which that actually just popped in my head that is very funny. It's an incident that the mom and dad in this are the names of the future king and queen of England. It's William and Kate. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, during that scene, they're talking, you know, the, yes. the fa- William's being like, you know, oh, we'll do this. We'll try this. It's like our food is shit we this like we're gonna we have no money we are going to starve and during that whole time it's like well you know thomason she's becoming a woman age and we can we can send her to a family she can help them out it'll help us out and of course you know all the kids are awake hearing this because you know it's <laughs> it's a one but you know like it's it's, it's like a, a one room place one they're room. in the attic right upstairs and there's yeah. a floorboard between them <laughs> and then in the middle of the night uh caleb's like you know what he, he takes his dad's gun gets the horse he's going out and thomas like, what, what are you what are you doing hold on i'll i'll go out i'll do some hunting i'll bring some stuff back they won't have to send you away like it's yeah. pretty much like i've lost enough family already i don't want to see more go from the situation and then they go off together. They're in the woods. And again, some of the some of these scenes are so well shot. Like I know if like for some yeah. people the color grading is very very drab, very gray, very it seems like desaturated. But being like knowing people from those it's areas, oddly not. Yeah, like it's, it's just a yeah. <laughs> and along comes just what New England looked like. Yeah. It, along comes this <laughs> rabbit again, and hmm. uh, their dog goes after it, and you know. Caleb tries to go after the dog. Horse gets freaked out. Thomason falls over, knocks her head. And Caleb is this 11, 12-year-old kid all by himself in the woods looking around, calling for the dog. You hear hear a yelp. It's like, yeah, that that dog's dead. Uh Uh-oh. And you see that. And then you see this little hovel. And out comes (sighs) this woman, you know, like slightly hooded cloak, red behind her all just drop dead gorgeous and bucks him and whatnot and then yeah. it's it's the witch and it's like she knows 
this ultimate sed- like she's like oh a young man who's finally like realizing who he is and Starting what he appreciates <laughs> i am going to crank this up to 11 and rip off the knob and he's just there like um i don't know how to react to this situation and she like pretty much you know like the the hand like she just kisses yeah like he just he's like he's like um entranced walking towards her. like you know like he's he's home very slowly and then she just kisses him and i'm like that's a boy you gotta stop like movie well, it's like what are okay, you doing that, and then and all of a sudden like <laughs> ha, a wrinkly old lady hand on the back of his head it's like yes oh, there's no. a bit of a scare there i did love like during that scene again it's not like what danny just described is like kind of a jump scare in it but not really um because like, the hand just comes out at a normal speed there's the, a little bit of, like, yeah there's the a music sound. sting with it but her coming out of the door of the fucking of her hut is great because it's just bang, like full on front shot slightly moving forward as the door begins to widen and like a leg and then an arm comes out like it's this very slow <laughs> inevitable process of just like yeah here's a person but let's make it a really weird so such an odd way to see someone arrive out of a door that you're like, I hate this. This is unnatural. Like this feels wrong sort of thing. And him being like, you really get that feeling of being stuck in that moment of just like, I am trapped because this person is here. Not because yes. they've got me, but because they're just, he, their own presence is so encapsulating this mm-hmm. in this. Yeah. Plus the actress who plays the young witch is, d- Coming from looking. coming from the only two straight white guys on the show right now, it's like love a bit of cishet white guy podcast going on right now. Jorge, back off, okay? Everybody, cool it. This this let's ha- this, let us have our moment and say women are pretty, okay? Sarah Stevens, that's <laughs> yeah, that's the actress's name. You have to give credit credits due. And again, it's she's not coming out all new. This isn't like HBO where it's like you know entrancing. Yeah, exactly. Top. No, just. I'm just well, like this, like yeah. If I she's were wearing this- essentially a suggestive outfit for the time, but for us is like a perfect, like it's a normal, reasonable thing. Yes, and you know, the, the uh, Catherine and William are running around like, where are they? Where are they? And like, oh, they went in the woods. And William's like, oh yeah, I took Caleb in the woods yesterday. Why did you take him into the woods? Why are you doing that? Like, well, I'm teaching him how to hunt. And Catherine is just packing and packing and packing at him. Thomason comes to she's trying to find Caleb and again William is such for all of his flaws he is such a good dad because he he sees Thomason yeah. and he's not like where are you why'd you lose your brother what's going on here cut a hole yourself he goes <laughs> like oh my god you're okay you're all right oh thank god okay okay let's get back to the house let's let's reorganize and he's yeah almost, the only thing he says is where's your brother where's yeah your like brother? he, he in a normal way, in a in like a very normal way, um, but and he's he's getting all the stuff together. It's like okay, I'll go look doing for him. Doing the transatlantic nineteen forties accent while slapping around his <laughs> Puritan daughter. What's thy brother? Where are they? Cats out of bag, huh? Hey. <laughs> but Catherine getting more hysterical. Yes. Yeah, yeah, hysterical. I guess I'm trying to think the best, the more polite terms for no, it. No hysterics. It well like. It also works in the religious sense of going into hysterics and being mm-hmm. hysterical in that sort of, like, with a religious zeal as yes. well. Anyway, continue. But he's like, okay, I'll go look for him. We'll do this. We'll do that. And, of course, 
Catherine's like, oh, Thomason, it's all your fault again. You're yeah. doing this to him. And uh, Thomason's getting ready to go look for him. And Caleb comes all, I want to say dr- just in a in a daze. Just comes yes, out of, out of the woods. Is the best just opponent. plops to the ground and... Buck-ass naked. Yes, buck-ass naked. <laughs> Danny gave me a look of like, I... I suppose we legally had to say that, but like, come on! Yeah, but it's not, it's, I was like, again, sorry. you don't want to say, "Oh, here's this younger boy t- coming out with no clothes on in the middle of the woods." It's just like, Ugh. not great. Um, um, but yes, yeah. You know, he, they're trying to, you know, he's comatose. They're trying to wake him up, and you know, it's like, "Oh, let's all gather in prayer," and like they're they're doing the Lord's prayer, that the Our Father, blah blah blah, and they're looking like, uh, oh, shit. What was the other? What's the what was the twin boy's name? I, I for, Jonas and jo- Mercy jo- are the oh, twins. Now. I always thought it was yeah. Owen. Or something. I know Mercy. no Mercy, but yeah, I, it's good. Yeah. But like Jonas wants to say, I I forgot my prayer. I I've been bewitched. It, <laughs> this it's is Thomas an accurate impression. Fu- and it's have you seen um the Crucible with uh Daniel Day Lewis and Winona yes. Ryder? Yeah, that was giving me like the scene in the church mm-hmm. where Winona she. You know, play. She acts like, "Oh, oh, I'm being bewitched right now," and oh, oh, and all the other women who were caught in the woods, you know, acting all, you know, foolish and whatnot, doing Hanging their out, yeah. doing their naked wood dance and whatnot. They're like, "Oh, oh, we're, <laughs> we're being bewitched right now." Yeah, yeah, we're all be- no, we're bewitched right now. Yeah, okay, okay, we're all we're all gonna yeah, say something. Bewitched, yeah. And then both twins start acting like, "Oh, we forgot all prayers. Oh, Thomas has bewitched us. Oh no, the devil's going to get me." Yeah, and Thomas is like, "What the hell are you <laughs> assholes Fucker. doing?" Well. Because it's great. It's great because in that they, once they get him in and before they start doing the Lord's Prayer, there already is the seat. Like, Mercy already starts selling as, like, Thomason fucking said she was a wit. Like, like she starts the initial accusation. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, in that, literally, you see in two children an example of a hysteric event effect to be like yes. literally watch it spawn and blossom to hit an entire family Cause, because cause Catherine, they start convulsing yeah. and stuff too like they don't even just the, yeah they're, they're rolling cry. they're like yeah and Catherine's acting like oh my god will's just like what in the-? and thomason's getting ready to just throw haymakers at both of them she's, she's trying to just, just batter her i felt that i was like dude if you like oh my god i was honestly like Catherine again, all the things make sense, but I really appreciated them from a like story perspective, not just like keeping William's character mm-hmm. intact even through an event like this. All this crazy because shit he goes and and it, it it's also a part of it that he clearly on some level clearly his issue with some of the church was a bit of either their interpretation or their like extrapolation of dogma or mm-hmm. religious text that he clearly was like, you guys are fucking wrong. Cause it says this in the book Yeah, because he stops and he's not like, he's not immediately like get out or like you're a witch. I'm immediately just believing you because someone said he's like, stop. Like everyone fucking relax. I need, if I'm going to do anything, I need proof of this. And he's like, sit and talk to me. True. Do prayer. Like, he goes through what he can as a man in the 1630s. Yes. As a checklist of evidence to see if his daughter is do, actually practicing. Do you witchcraft. love the Lord? Do you love your family? Yeah. Do you know your prayers? Do you know you're this? Do you just like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I don't know what's going to. She's lying. She's yeah. lying. <laughs> like, yeah. And then 
after Don't that commotion, I just shake my fist at those two twins. Caleb wakes up and gives an incredible yeah. performance. He's you know screaming about how oh the, the her claws are in him and he feels the fire burning and he like vomits on like a rotten apple, full apple, which makes me because again there's so, so many fun. moments because they talk about you know oh what was like man's first sin and whatnot. Like yeah. eating from the fruit of the tree of knowledge, and also just like you know, I'm just thinking like, oh, you know that that forbidden fruit, or whether it be him, because yes. again, you know, whether it be unintentionally checking out a sibling because you know the times and all that kind of shit, and then being seduced by a beautiful woman in a red dress, and mm-hmm. and all that, and he like has more and more hysterics, and then he's just like, oh, I see it. I see the light of the law, and it just is in absolute ecstasy, and then it's like, ah, and just and fucking dies. dies. It's great. Um, what I loved is like he's talking about Jesus, like you know he's he's doing it. it the the melding of um, pronouns he's using mm-hmm. is actually very interesting because he's like talking about the Lord in a lot of these things and talking about Jesus and either specifically saying it or otherwise, but he occasionally drops in she pronouns and you're like, oh, this is all fucked up in terms of like yep. the witches, like everything going on here and how that's relating as a performance, even though he like, he's not performing, but you know what I mean? As like theater to his family, yes. how the she turns into accusations of Thomason. You're mm-hmm. just like, oh my goodness. This is, it's very intense. Uh, in a really good, well-acted way. Like, it's just... The f- that the fact that that kid can act better than I'll ever do in my lifetime is kind of really... <laughs> it's a moment where you're like, damn it! But yeah. it's good. You, you appreciate and, it while you're doing it. I was going to say, a little, little fun note is that when pe- uh, people were asking Robert Eggers, like, oh, what well, was more difficult to work with, the kids or the goats? Like, oh, kids are a piece of cake. Fuck that goat. I am never working with animals again. <laughs> like, I am never dealing with that shit. Uh, again... Once that way Robert Pattinson beats a bird to death and the like. Robert Eggers just taking a bit of revenge. For like, ah, I don't know if we can animal. do a goat. It's like, can we do a seagull? Yeah, that makes sense. Rob, sure. go at it. <laughs> go to town. <laughs> Again, Caleb's gone. But yes, Caleb dies. Catherine is in more hysterics. The father is trying to like, gain control of this whole situation. Again, I've lost two of my sons. My wife is an absolute wreck. I have my twins are who knows what the hell they're doing. And my daughter's yeah. being accused of being a witch. Uh, it's, uh, and I don't know if wh- where they're is, right. Where yeah, is nine flask? I needeth a drink. <laughs> I need to pray to the Lord so much more. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, we get, we get some of the more of that um, doubt and confusion from him as well. In a co- He has a scene with Thomason by a tree where he's just like, I don't, fucking know what to do here like yeah i'm so at a loss with how to handle this god help me and it's a wish not a real one but like yeah basically the movie implies the answer of god ain't fucking here to help you dude yeah (laughs) and i think it's like he and Catherine are burying caleb and they're about to fill the hole he turns around and she's just there clinging in the hole and it's just like oh my god this this woman is beyond gone, and I believe later on that night, will because I don't know if it was Thomason or Catherine, like 
you can't raise you can't raise animals you can't raise crops you can't hunt you can't do Thomason all you can this, all you yeah. can do is chop wood and he's out there trying to take out the frustration chopping wood <laughs> and just falls to his knees and just sobs like this is all my fault it's my own pride it's not because yes. of some interpretation it's just because i thought i was better than them and i am paying for everything please just throw me a bone give me a break i can't take this anymore yeah. And then, like, the following morning, um, Thomason is trying to milk the goat. Only blood comes out. The twins go berserk yet again. They go even more and, so, yeah. And definitely at that point, William's just like, you know what? Done. I'm, I'm, I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm not having a whole bunch of crazy folk in here. So he lock, lock, pretty much, I guess you could say locks, but he nails boards into the stable, keeps locks. Thomason, the twins... Black Phillip and all the goats and stuff in yes. the pen. And it's like, if you if everything's okay in the morning, I'll believe you. And this is like the last night where the witch just like, okay, I'm going to have a lot of fun tonight. because <laughs> She makes a direct approach. Yeah. She, a direct approach in, in a, a, honestly, a two-headed front because Catherine, she, she's walking around. And if you look in the back, you could see the silver cup up on I the mantle. I loved that. I loved that so much. And then much. it's just, and then Caleb's there. It seems like, Oh, hello, mother. We've missed you so much. I'm just like, this is weird. <laughs> She's coming over like, oh, we have to tell like, no, no, mother. Let father sleep. It's like the rocking chair back and forth. Yeah. Just like, oh, everything's fine. There is no war in Boston, say. And <laughs> in, uh, in the stable, Thomas and the twins are waking up. You hear like a slurping sound. And just the witch, I guess, is like nursing or feeding off the go. And she's like, ah, it's be- yeah, some way. She kind of that's like your second jump scare <laughs> and Catherine, like, even though that one's also like she's in frame though. Like it's her back is to you the whole time mm-hmm. until she turns. But like, yeah, it's like kind of a jump scare and that she moves quickly and goes blah. <laughs> but like, it's not like a weird cut to immediate. Like she's just sitting there and she's like, Oh, fucking more food great and then absolutely fuck and probably like one of the most darkest parts of that scene is that Catherine is like oh oh sam's hungry let me and she starts nursing him and then after the whole queen going or not the queen though which going adam it cuts to her she's just there and a crow, that's almost a jump scare with the hard cut yeah to and, her, and a yeah. crow is is picking at her breast and she's bleeding out from it and whatnot and the next morning William wakes up like, okay, okay, we, we, we gotta be done with this soon. He's crawling <laughs> out of bed, looks outside, the twins are gone, all the goats are dead, and Thomason is just lying there, the blood goats, on her hands. The pen is exploded, basically. It, like, yeah, it's not even, like, like the walls are blown like, out. all the wood is blown out, too. Yeah, like... Just like, what the... And then Black Phillip just gores, just rams a horn into his side, and just... That, that one, that was probably the scare that got me more than anything. Yes, that one's tough. Because it's just like, okay, it's something got like, oh no, it's this goat just being like, and he like fights yeah. it off. And then pretty much the only thing he was good at out there, he gets smacked into this pile of chopped wood, falls on him, crushes him. Thomason's look around like, what? I, I, what? It's like that, like, you know... <laughs> Completely stunlocked. Yeah, yeah like, 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 totally. like times when I was in college, I wake up, look across the street, and it looks like somebody blew up, like, a 30-rack of bush light. I'm like, what <laughs> happened? What the hell How happened? did this... How did it get this bad? Yeah. And, you know, she's trying to assess the situation. Catherine comes out and just... It, 
like choking her against the doors like you you become a whore you're using your what sl- sluttiness or slutness yeah to, she says to, something like, about you, being a proud you should do slut or like your yeah. brother and now you went after my husband and, th- and yeah and again it's just like this girl did not she just played a game of peekaboo that went horribly bad and catching now, every stray in the book yeah like just and <laughs> i forgot what the knife but just swings L's. and clips catherine across the face yeah it, Catherine starts going on more and just in finally in self-defense continues to swinging and hacking and I have to say um very good scene like a very good struggle and scenes like and the initial like watching the blood from her mom's head wound like onto her was also Mm -hmm. like it was very good but it did by the second like by the second part where she starts to fully murder her it did give her a bit of a blood mustache and I could not uh, oh that did take it out a little bit where I was like, I think I, I had to pause it for like a call or like, like mm-hmm. and I came back and I just looked at it just, hey, it's me. <laughs> like it was just very Come quiet on. Mario impression started and I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, 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 stop. Nip this in the bud before it gets out of hand. Um, but <laughs> yes, it, it's a good, it's a great like, um, just honestly, it feels really bad in a good, like as a compliment of just mm-hmm. like, this poor girl is has been falsely accused and attacked for this whole thing, and her mother, who very clearly you know had this dislike from a trauma situation, but still like yes. fostered and festered this dislike to this boiling point. It's like, yeah, you could fucking kill her. Like she's gonna kill you if you, you can't let this abide. And it's just, it's, no. oh my god, like fucking familial matricide shit. I was just, oh my god, this is hard to look at emotionally. I'll say it that way because yes. it's not like. It's not like, oh my god, it's so gory and horrifying. It's no, just no, like it's for brutal to you're like, ugh. Honestly, the most brutal thing that happens is stuff that's insinuated that happens to Samuel after the witch kills him, because it's just brief yeah. little glimpses of her churning the baby butter and then oh her rubbing god. rubbing this rubbing it on her skin and like prepping the broom and whatnot, but th- it's again, it's not like there are PG thirteen films that are way more violent than this. That have more, yeah. Not as graphic, absolutely. but still like a body count. Just you know, the uh, you know takes it so many times over. Yeah. yeah. Although the body count in here is what like four, five, five, uh, six, six. Samuel, Caleb, twins. Yeah, six. Mom and dad, six. Mom and yeah, dad, six. six. Uh, but yeah, after killing her, we got mother, smaller body counts on this show. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but after uh, well, the lighthouse had what two. But after killing her mother, Thomason just takes off her bloody clothes and just passes out on her on her family table and then wakes up and she's trying to figure everything. She's like, okay, you know what? They've been singing about this thing the entire time. That's it. She just goes over to Black Phil and just like interrogates. Like, okay. It's her I- third trip over to the goat pen, which is interesting because there's one of the trips is discover like trying to milk the goat and it being blood which i was also like period also even though we're talking about like festering you know like mm-hmm. this the the farm is going bad it's like ah it's a sudden expulsion of blood and a woman dealing with the consequences of that and them not being great hmm i wonder what we're talking about here yeah and then the second one being when she finds caleb and like she was like i'm gonna go out to go tend to the goats mm-hmm. and caleb arrives and this third one is her directly confronting black Phillip. okay because yeah because yeah, 
again, just every shot of Black Phillip, he's either like staring dead on or it's like a profile yeah. shot of his eye. It's just that one eye. Because in even like the poster, even for the cover of the Blu-ray, which I, right that, there, that's, yeah. that's what I used to watch this because I'm one of those people that believes in physical media for Blu-rays and books and whatnot. Yes. I have 10 volumes of JoJo right now that I'm burning through. Yo, <laughs> um, I'm almost done with part two. <laughs> and that was like in four what? sittings. Uh, I gotta finish part six. I haven't fucking watched the rest of it, but um, anyway. But back to the witch. Uh, she Please. she's there and she's just staring, pretty much staring dead into the camera, saying, "You know, if if thou art this and that and this and just walks away." And sorry for uh, for people who's like might be listening to this really loud, but it's like, "Dost thou wish to live deliciously?" Yeah. The, whoever I they love... got to voice the yeah, goat the voice or the great. devil. It's the co- that it was so good. The devil is the, the goat. goat and the goat, <laughs> the greatest of all time. Um, shouts out she, the devil. And she's just there like, wh- and you know, it's like, dost thou see the book in front of thee? And, hmm. and, and it cuts to the book and you see these like boss ass boots walk past. And it's like, it's, Dude, and it's so good. What I love about that is the background. So there's multiple things. Mm-hmm. There's multiple things I wanted to get in. I wanted to just touch upon. Oh yeah, here. well we'll get into it after um, the plot. Just yeah, like the transition. There's a great. You see the goat hoof, and then the next step of it is the boot as mm-hmm. he transforms into like a human form. She agrees to it. She is like, I'm down to be honest, and goes out into the woods naked. To the rest, like presumably the cut, co- this this coven. Full coven of witches, um, and then she floats in the air. Well, yeah, because it's during this Sabbath, <laughs> and it looks like these women kind of like are, I don't want to say jabbering, but they're you know undulating, undulating, yeah, just this, and they start floating, and all of a sudden Thompson starts floating, and she's just smiling and happy, and just last shot Praise is just her laughter, being yeah. raised up into the into the sky. Cuts to black and credits and whatnot. But one of the big things I wanted to get into is uh, some of the music. Like when they get yeah. to their um, their homestead and they're like, oh, praise be and whatnot. And you hear that like shrieking kind of screaming the sound. Menacing, yeah. That's, I'm pretty sure that to me, that was like, oh, that's the witch being like, uh, you guys just stepped into my, t-. like that was like her cursing them or like alerting other witches like yeah we have people impeding on our territory you do this you do that let's go and also another thing as the movie goes on thomason's clothing becomes more loose or her hair is let more yes out her as, hair is a very obvious all these one, things yes. that are clinging her to her faith and family religion is getting broken away and she's coming more of herself and right before she signs the deal with the devil he's like you know Remove thy shirt. And she's like, oh, I can't, I, I can't write my name. I shall guide thy hand. And mm-hmm. just follows him into the woods and just, you know, everything, like, because when she was all Puritan, everything was contained, you know, nothing like that. And then she, yeah. when she becomes a witch, fully just free really out, just, you know, into the, and yeah, it was like. It's so good. It's so the good. The gradual, I like. I I always enjoy things like that of visual representation of theme and motif. Um, of exactly what you're talking about. Of like, she is wearing the 
bonnet, oh, it's a bonnet. with yeah, her thing the whole time to the point that it goes away and then her the front str- like the front bangs or like strands of her hair mm-hmm. are out like literally just everything is continuously broken down um but what i found one from a reference stuff of like fun things that we found was like this actually is very historically accurate in quotes to witch folklore yes. witches and witchcraft folklore because we just did Hexen uh, Witchcraft Through the Ages, which okay. brings up multiple things that are shown in this movie. Like mm-hmm. the way the witches ride the broomsticks, what they do going out to the thing. I The book thing, I'm pretty sure, is referenced in Hex. Like Hexen talks about that witches would sign the book yes. sort of thing, like to go in there. And I'm just like, Robert Eggers clearly did his fucking homework in that, which is very cool in terms of historical accuracy. Um, I think they even mentioned I, I, it in the yeah. credits. It's like, this is taken from journals and articles. Yes. And a lot of the dialogue like, a, a, a is lifted. A lot of the dialogue is from that. It's not us, you know, pulling bullshit from nine cheeks and then throwing it onto Just a sort script. Of, yeah. It's like, oh, yes, well, this is how it's got to be. Yeah, it's like, no, Robert Eggers is very, very much someone's like, we have to do this as periodically accurate as humanly possible. Yes. Because that's he's he is a big perfectionist like that. Like, everything for the Northmen was like the long boats the like everything mm. that they wore had to be like 10th century viking time stuff oh my god that's it's so it's so like intense but like it really does help in this case it really does help trap you in the sense of the movie like it, it helps trap you in that sort of situation because it's like there's none of this is modern t- like it is all very realistically put together and very uh period historically uh accurate so you're just like god i am there's nowhere to go i can't no. think about this i can't even like logic this out for the characters because what no they wouldn't have that available to them yeah um i love i love all of those I-, I love all those things and i love how pride and like religiosity is it's interesting because there I was reading one reviewers talking about this and saying like there's definitely an argument of this being a woman a girl coming, coming to womanhood yes. type thing and breaking out of the restraints of mm-hmm. a patriarchal you know, highly religious dogmatized society. Yes. What was interesting to me was someone was talking about like a bit of the horror of this is she hasn't necessarily, bro- she's broken out of one religious dogma in favor for another one. Like yes. she's just moved on to another one with its own rituals and um, dogma and sightings and teachings and leaders, yes. i.e. the devil at this point. But like she's just sort of switched onto that. I'm like, that's kind. Of, that's a very disturbing like thought process to it. Yeah, um, I can definitely see it like yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, just the whole again, like you're saying, like pride, guilt, just uh, again, you're always in a state of I have to do well in this, or I have to do the good thing. I have yeah. to know all the words to this stuff, or else going to hell, burning for all eternity. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's all—it's like always in a state of fear. Like no matter what you do, yeah. it's like oh, well, 
because after Caleb died, it's like, oh, he died a sinner. He's going to burn this and that. It's like, we don't know that. He yeah. may have just gotten a cookie from the witch. You never know. It's <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because uh, th- there's that debate between William and Kate of William going, well, no, he followed the rules. He was quoting scripture. And she's like, the fucking devil quotes scripture all the fucking time. Like, he can absolutely do that. He's definitely going to hell. And he's like, no, 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 I don't know. But what I lo- like, a thing I enjoyed was um, how they don't act like the th- the following of religion in terms of its um, rituals okay. and practices. Exactly, like following the letter, not the spirit. I'll put it that way. Okay, is part of what dooms at least Catherine and Willie. Like, is part of the reason they don't get out. Because William actually has a moment of, like you said, honesty and like, like potential I, guidance I, I, for I grace. Like, up and I'm fucking my whole family over. And he I've... fully recognizes it and wants yes. to say, punish, like, leave my family out of, like, I'll take the L here. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take this punishment. But in that follow-up thing, when he talks with Thomasin and he ends up... Uh, locking them away it's like that is a mood that's still a dogmatic like you're back to the rules that you're following not the spirit of grace where you could theoretically i mean you're not supposed to that's the whole point of the movie but Mm -hmm. like presumably you could get out of this in some way or at least be spared something less upsetting than a the devil fucking killing you like that if you had been more charitable of spirit in that regard yeah and who knows maybe after like the witch got the twins and whatnot and used them to, I don't know for how many weeks of flying ointment and whatnot. Oh, like, you, she's pretty, could have been just been like, all right, I've, I've waited long enough. Dad. Okay. And... <laughs> <laughs> but again, um, just like we yeah, said, the whole yeah. theme of the movie is like, they move in in a witch's territory and she's like, I'm going to fuck with these guys until they're either all dead or I add another one to my collection. So I was going to say it's fully, well, what's interesting and in, it didn't really like it worked for me as a movie, but I did find it. Um, I don't want to say a rug pull, but it, what it felt like weird that basically the witch, the witch in this title wise is presumably by the end of it, you realize the witch is Thomason. It's yes. not about the witch in the woods mm-hmm. because it's sort of like a twist reveal of like, no, it's the devil the whole time. Like that's yeah. the devil. It's, it's who that the goat is, yes. is fucking very clearly the devil. Very. Um, and so like fr- that felt a bit like it, this is still a very good movie and I still enjoyed it, but it did feel a bit like the dark Knight rises where it's like, here was this villain the whole time, and then, oops, actually the real villain was this person <laughs> who it didn't really matter about. And we're like, oh, okay, I don't really have that much. I know he's the devil, but like, okay, that's yeah. cool. He d- he makes up for it because he has a very cool set of lines, and as Danny did it, like, he speaks in a very perfect like way for this type of devil the, the, to be uh, talking the, the silver tongue um, devil yes absolutely you silver tongue devil you mm. um <laughs> hey, the little trouble making. but um yeah that 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 feels a bit narratively like uh 
But I, I think it still ends up being... It, it works out. It's fine. It's a nitpick from me yeah. in terms of like, eh, I, didn't, I didn't think this was perfect. Well, I, uh. Yeah, my nitpicks are just like, there are times where, like I said, with the subtitles, like because they are, when they whisper in the yeah. King's English, like, I don't know what they're saying, kind of crank up the volume up. It's and there are times where, to like, there are a few scenes where it does kind of slow down to, not, not drag, but to a, a slight crawl. It's just kind of like, okay, kinda, we, yeah. we understand what's going on. Let's, let's kind of, I don't say like, let's get to, you know, the witch being all meh already, but. Yeah, <laughs> let's and, see some action. There's maybe like one, yeah, there's like maybe one scene where I'm like, you could, you could fold this into another scene and still get yes. your point across. And, and, and again, it, 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 like, like we said, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It does everything it intends to do exceptionally well. You get the great performances, you get great casts. There are some genuinely good scares. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those, like, cause I haven't seen, um, uh, what's it? Midsummer where, you know, the whole time oh, everyone's like, yeah. Oh, this poor girl. And this and that, and the very end's like, you know what? Good for her. Yeah. People are getting burnt alive in a bear but good for her. And now it's like, Oh, good for her. Yeah. Her whole family's dead. And she's now made a deal with the devil and she's flying naked up in the woods, but you know what? Good for her. Yeah. This one, this, it does a similar thing. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a similar vibe of like, I'm weirdly okay with this. Yes. But thinking about it, you're like, oh my god. And then you're like, oh, okay. And then the movie's over, so you're like, I don't have time to think about it. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't have time to process my own feelings about how I just said, good for you. Yeah. yeah. I lo- I always do the Lucille Bluth, good for you. <laughs> Whenever that, <laughs> like, when the Midsummer thing comes up or whatever. Dude, the fucking pe- the. I know you haven't, if you haven't seen Midsummer, to go see it. But when you get a chance to listen to the episode, fucking everybody on that was so out of pocket in terms of the good for you stuff that I'm yeah. like, you guys need to chill out. You need to fucking relax. It's, well, because again, I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Hereditary, I haven't seen any Ari Aster movie because I've like, I've heard like Hereditary you is picked, just. I like that these two directors popped up as like, these are like the two like two of the new voices in horror yes. doing this prestige stuff, and you're like, I'm, I can, I'm gonna take one. That's it. I'm not I'll, taking two. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll move with, because I've heard like Hereditary is so just a emo- just draining, just yeah, so draining because of it's a tough watch because the real you know emotion and all whatnot, and not gonna spoil anything that happened because I I know what happens. If you removed the horror stuff, it could be its own prestige drama. Like yes, you know what I mean. And yeah, then exactly. Mid- Midsummer, I've heard such polarizing responses to it. I've heard some be like, this, really? is of, this is one of the best horror movies of all time. This and that. And like, this is a pile of dog shit. What, this is like two hours, 20 minutes of bullshit. And this time going wasted, on. And, this yeah. and, and the, whichever one he just did with Joaquin Phoenix. Bo is afraid. Bo is yeah. afraid. And it's like a, some road trip. That's like three plus hours long. And I'm like, yo yeah. dude, what? <laughs> like, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, he does what he does. I, I, I'm, I doubt we'll ever talk about it on this show, but you know how much I love Joker yes, and that performance yeah, yeah. and whatnot, and I'm excited to see what he and Lady Gaga do for the sequel, because Lady Gaga's going to play Harley Quinn. That's right! Ah. I forgot about that fucking <laughs> news coming out. And um, um, also, yeah. Joaquin, he's going to be Napoleon in the new Ridley That's Scott. That's what I was like. He's going to be uh, the new Ridley Scott movie coming out in November. Like We're, we're getting a bunch of big big stuff this year because we're getting another more Scorsese we're getting Killers of the Flower Moon finally fucking I'm actually very excited about that um that shit looks fucking great the I saw the one of the promo images for Napoleon and it was like uh, I only saw the caption that was like 
first look at Joaquin Phoenix in new Ridley Scott and it cut like you had mm-hmm. to read more. So all I saw was that and I saw a picture of Joaquin Phoenix with the olive branch thing around him. Oh, and I'm like, Emperor. I was like, wait a minute. Commodus. He can't be in Gladiator 2. I can't, I can't believe. First, like, wait a minute. I can't believe they're making Gladiator 2 though. I, I cannot believe that. After 20-odd <sighs> years. Creative bankruptcy. <laughs> uh, who knows? Mad Max Fury Road came out 30 years after Thunderdome, and look how awesome that shit was. It's, yeah, we, we have, we'd we have to see what it is, because if it tries to, yeah, yeah it can do it, but it just, and also it takes just a lot of work to fucking like, do it. At this point, how many, like, because, again, I haven't been to the movies since I saw The Flash, and I thought, thought The Flash was fine. But that, that really, but yeah, that movie absolutely flash, bombing. Though. Indiana Jones bombing. Like I know Mission Impossible is gonna do super well because somehow yeah. Tom Cruise is just he uses his Scientology. He's, Jesus, he's magic one of the last movie stars. Yeah, to like be like, hey, we're gonna do this stuff right and we're gonna do it well. And yeah, it's just one of those again. Like I said, like I said a long time ago, when people say, oh, there's nothing original. Check out a twenty four. The people who made this, who made. <laughs> Uh, the Lighthouse, Moonlight, Hereditary, Midsummer, Uncut Gems, Uncut oh, Gems. Oh my God, Uncut Gems, Uncut Gems. <laughs> that I was woman. Like, I was basically his muse on Uncut Gems. Oh my God, yeah. I was like Uncut Gems, and I'm like, wait, I don't have any job for my PBJ. Well, I'm on Uncut Gems. I love, I love her so much. She, she is a and her in the movie. She's also really good. Oh yeah. Anyway. Yeah, she's the one to and it's not just because oh. she's a beautiful woman or what. I was like, oh, she does a great job no, she's as good well. Her job, yeah. Um, but when, yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, a twenty four. I was looking it up because I was, I was trying to see like, is this their first like big horror movie? And it essentially it. There's, I think there was a few before. There might think, have been one think, or two. Didn't they before. do it? Follows. No, I don't believe so. I thought I had it. Well, yeah, I do, yeah, do some research. Didn't I had it up and then I got rid of it because I'm a friggin' idiot. Uh, nah. Um, but they did a Harmony Korean film, Spring Breakers, with oh, um, yeah, with James Franco. Tusk. And... They produced. They they distributed Tusk. T- oh my god! <laughs> which I we s- love on this. Show. <laughs> I still have not seen that movie. I've seen reviews of it, and yeah. it's just like some people are like, ah, this. This movie's absolute garbage. And it's and some something. people are like, it's so good that it's hilarious, but it's so bad that it's good at the same time. Like this, it's 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 obviously a cult film. Yeah, but it's one of those like I don't know if I'm the right audience for that. Like like I've said yeah. before, like there are cult films like Moulin Rouge and Napoleon Dynamite. I can't stand either of them. I like the yeah, Roxanne Tango. Enough. And I understand, like, you know, the dance scene to point them, but I just don't, like, I'd appreciate why they're so you don't popular. Get it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. But it's, it's just not for me. And every time I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm not a fan of people that act like, you know, I called their mother every How word in the book. Dare and just, you. I took, I took the DVD and wiped my ass with it and threw it back at him. Like, this very is uncomfortable I, experience. This is what I think about you are precious <laughs> Moulin Rouge or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, as I completely feel you. But on again, that. Like, um, I, like I said before, like I, there are a bunch of movies that are absolute dog shit that I enjoy. So who cares? Yeah, enjoy what you enjoy uh, and don't be an asshole about it. Hundred percent. And we enjoyed this. Um, but yeah, A twenty four is a great place to look for. It, it's a great company that distributes a lot of 
different voice. Like, you know what yes. I mean? It's they, not just the same stuff. They cleaned House of the Oscars this past year with everything everywhere all at once and the whale. Like God, everything everywhere all at once was so fucking good. I didn't see the way I didn't see the way. I'm not commenting on it, but like part of me wants to, but part of me doesn't want to because as like I've struggled with body image issues for a long, long part of my life. Oh sure, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've clearly been fine the whole time. (laughs) It's like I don't know if I can handle because there are like scenes where Brendan Fraser's character just goes on massive binge. I'm like, I, I'm not gonna be able to handle this. Can I? process this again. yeah no no yeah. totally i mean that again makes complete sense we it's whenever we talk about the mummy returns we have to introduce it with academy award winners rachel wise and brendan fraser <laughs> yo that's <laughs> so sick that we get to do that now yeah that's fucking great well so, he, yeah that was well, his yeah, first win right his only one he's only been nominated okay once. okay cool, cool 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 oh he has been only nominated once which I was? thought he was nominated. There was something in the '90s I thought he get nominated for, but I was I was confusing him with someone else. I I don't know. Um, maybe it's no. You're fine. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But yeah, yeah, there's a lot of. I'm looking through the list of like A24 films. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, they just fucking grab whatever. They just like weird movies. Yeah. There's a bunch. Like there's a bunch of horror films, obviously, but like mm-hmm. there's a bunch of really sad. Like The Farewell, which was um, a really good performance from Aquafina about her i think grandparent dying was just like that was fucking really good and really sad see i'm not the biggest stuff, aquafina yeah. person right now just because the only thing i've seen her in, right now it, right, oh, <laughs> I, i've only seen the only movie i've seen her in is renfield and oh i kind of found her character sure. a bit annoying because i was expecting the whole time to be yeah. like oh nicholas holden nick nick cage you know having shenanigans and then so she plays a cop in new orleans just trying to uncorrupt I'm like Okay, That's right, I, yeah. I don't care about bottled water trying to fight corrupt police forces. <laughs> I want to watch Nicolas Cage be a Shouts vampire. Shouts out bottled water. <laughs> um, no, I can completely understand that. Um, no, she's good. The Farewell's a good family drama. Like it, it's yeah. it's good on its own. But yeah, she's definitely. I mean, she's doing a movie called Renfield with. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 one of those like I gotta she's say third wheeling it on that, and it's like oh, fuck. it's like okay, you're you're trying to be the funniest thing in a movie where Nicolas Cage plays Dracula. Good fucking Dracula. luck. It's real tough. Um, also, shouts out they're doing. I saw the um poster for it. They're doing the last voyage of the Demeter. I, the, I did the, yeah, see the trailers for that before I left England, which is another Dracula adjacent gimmick, and I'm like. Y'all better fucking spit it out and make a new drag. Like, just enough. Stop fucking yeah. warming us up. Stop doing like, just do it. That's why I'm glad the Nosferatu's coming out to just be like, fine. Yeah, because it's um, Dracula Bill Skarsgård and Lily Rose Depp. I believe are gonna be in it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 What's his? Fa- um. The only reason I know or care about it is because isn't Willem Dafoe uh, coming back for that? For what? Nosferatu. Oh, that's what you're talking. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the last voyage one. Oh, last um, voyage. No, I don't. Though, yeah. Oh, Bill Skarsgård delivers. I, I doubt Willem's coming back for it, but he awesome. likes Robert Eggers, so like, yeah, he could probably convince him to do it. We're so off topic. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're not off topic. We were done. We were we finished up talking about stuff. We were just talking about things in general. It's, I've been gone um, for a while, yeah. guys. It's nice to catch up with friends. There's a lot to dump out in terms of information. Yes. Uh, but there is a, there is quite a bit coming out soon, and it's all thanks to Ryder. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
again, once the rider strikes over. I love just digging into that shit. Once anyway. the rider strikes over and the mummy returns, comes out and streaming, oh, you bet your ass I'll be back here. We're coming right back for it, yeah. It better fucking get to the library soon so we can just do it anyway. Yeah. Because I got, <laughs> oh, I got my own thoughts on how it's actually Stardust Crusaders fan fiction. But I'm going to save that for when we actually talk about it on the episode. And if oh you can see Brian's God. face right now, he was so excited and probably so terrified of what I'm going I to say. I think I had... I think I had a, a fucking religious experience <laughs> just then. Because, you know, putting together a bunch the of multicultural of people trudging across the world. The they end up in Egypt to fight somebody who's going to destroy the world. Fuck you so much. Um, Danny, do you have anything you want to promote or where can people find you if you want people to find you? Uh, again, I'm on the Discord. Uh, I'm not that hard to find. You can see my big dumb face on there. Also, I have my Instagram. Which picture? <laughs> which, yeah, me at a uh, grotto in Guam. Uh, <laughs> uh, my Instagram, which is at Danny Bain, D-A-N-N-Y, the number 8, A-N-E, all lowercase. Uh, you'll see all of my uh, adventures, cooking stuff, and every once in a while, some uh, some gym stuff, because, you know, I'm finally getting out Woo! there, and even though I'm quote-unquote old in military age, uh, I want to make sure that this old man can still kick your ass, so... Put that, put, do what you did and put that as a picture and I think you'll be fine. Um, yeah, well, I, I did swim a mile today, today, so. Hell yeah. Um, uh, thanks so much, Danny, for being on. You can find Danny's episodes as well as any of the guests' episodes by going to the Pod People page of our website, thebloodystream.com. Dot com. Also want to thank John from Eyes of Astoria for our wonderful theme song, Dead Walk. And also shouts out to our sister podcast, Downtime, with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. You can find us on social medias at BloodyStreamPod, and we will talk to you, same bloody time, same bloody channel. There's evil in the wood.